Talking rugby, <laughs> telling stories, rugby pick'em. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Who cares? Who knows? Why bother? Hello. Rugby Pick'em. We are back. After six weeks, Tommy, we decided we're going to let it breathe. We're going to watch the games, relax. We never were a week-to-week podcast. No, never were. Yeah, I think we we were planning on doing like a quarterly thing at one point, quarter season. Quarterly meetings but, on Skype, you know, biannually. You know how it is. No, but I, I'm happy we waited, Tommy, because we waited for the perfect time. It was the final weekend of Six Nations, and I think strategically... The MLR backloaded the Saturday schedule to the chagrin of a certain rugby pundit, (laughs) our good friend Brian Ray of ARN, America's Rugby News. All week, Tommy, he was very mad. He's been very mad all season at the MLR production decisions. Uh, (laughs) Brian is, he's just, he's covering every game. He'd rather have them stacked over the course of the weekend and not have any overlapping games. I get that. But guess what, Brian Ray? We experienced Nirvana today. We did the triple screen. Mega, mega, mega screen. Tommy Tommy walked in to the mega triple screen. Yeah. And it was a thing of beauty. I guess we'll hop into the games here. Uh, We're going to come back to Brian Ray. Well, we did tweet at him. Yeah. Uh, So... Enjoy the games, Brian. Lean into the triple screen. It's it'll change your life. Tommy, the first of the four games right. that were all on simultaneously Saturday night, uh, we had the Cali Cup, Giltini's yeah, yeah. Legion, which the Giltini's ended up winning twenty six thirteen. Mike Tolkien and Gareth Reese, I believe, on the call. Tommy, this was a close game. San Diego had a chance there at the end, but they killed themselves yeah. with a yellow card. A couple of tough weeks towards the end of the matches for San Diego. Yeah, the Legion were... They could not finish in, in their own 22. They couldn't get points. And Tommy, even though, surprisingly enough, our reigning champs, the Giltinis, had fallen back in the table, this win will kind of propel them back into the top three. I think that long-term... People are pressing the panic button on the Giltinis. Yeah, I want to say, chill the fuck out. This team is going to be in the playoffs. They are going yeah. to be one of the final three in the West. I guarantee it. Yeah, if I'm the other teams in the league, I'm pressing the panic button right now because it seems like they're clicking and they have the talent. So yeah, we'll we'll see if they can bring it home. Um, but the one takeaway I got from the commentary booth was a little anecdote at the end about the trophy. <laughs> The, the Cali Cup, uh, which was hoisted by Captain Dave Dennis at the end, he immediately just passed it off because it's one of many trophies in their arsenal. But I did hear through Gareth Reese that he called Gilly a flamboyant owner. He said the flamboyant owner purchased one of the heaviest trophies out there on the market. Interesting choice of words. Yeah. I guess it just depends on your your uh, view on the on the adjective. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're straying into gray territory here. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the Giltinis win the Champagne Cup 26-13. And the West is very, very competitive Has this the year. sleeping giant awoke... <laughs> Back East, 
in the Big Easy. Rugby United New York heads down and cleans up NOLA, unfortunately. Tommy, you saw my outfit. Yeah, you were all decked out in the NOLA gear. Old NOLA kitted. I had uh, a couple wins, had a couple low momentum, but this one's going to hurt. Yeah, for and, sure. And the East is really quickly separated with the top three teams, Atlanta, New York, and New England, and the bottom three teams, NOLA, Toronto, and D.C. Yeah. But Jeff Ormsby and Ian McNulty called this one. How, are you coming around on Jeff, on old Ornsby? Interesting duo in the booth here because Ian McNulty <laughs> does the play-by-play. He's very upbeat. He's very positive. Yeah. And uh, Jeff Ormsby is a bit of a cynic. bit of a... Uh, could have done that better. He's, <laughs> he's a good color guy, but uh, the, the duo has grown on me. A bit of yin and yang, yes, if you will. Yes, And yeah. you know what? Like you got to give them time, Tommy. They started calling games. They always do the NOLA games. They're there yeah. in the booth. So it, it's a pretty good, sure thing these days compared to other games that get the remote commentary from Austin with God knows who's available on what given night. When you, <laughs> when you triple screen like tonight, you're going to have people come out of the woodwork. So we, we tried to run through all the people on the play-by-play. Tommy, what did you think about this game? New York has big firepower. Yeah, I mean, they were able to hold him off the like pretty much the whole match. Um, but yeah, New York's just a, a solid squad. They score 30-plus yeah. pretty much every game. Yeah. So look for them to defend in the East. And that brings us to... We had this on middle screen towards the end, our big screen, because we had to because it was the only one that was close. Uh, oh, yeah, no one made a late push, but... You know, this was uh, 2-1 lost teams. The Free Jacks heading into Austin uh, looking to give the Gilgronies back-to-back losses because last week they finally got tripped up in the snake pit against Atlanta. But Atlanta was on by this week. Kit McConaughey on the call. He loves to say Julian Dominguez. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was a good game. It was tight. We had a couple great Noxie appearances. Oh yeah. We had the we had Knox. We actually switched over two screens to that game. We had Knox on the double box. We had a double box Noxie. <laughs> so I think it was halftime. Um to see a Jim Noxie interview done in double, it will really scramble your brain. But... Maybe we'll tweet out that pick of the Knox box <laughs> times two. Uh in the end though, the Free Jacks came out on top. Got a late score to go ahead. There was a tough call, Tommy, that we were not sure about. Mason Peterson picked from the base, had a go. Austin ended up scoring. Oh, yeah, that was nuts. And TMO gets in our ref's ear and says, go back to the original break. He had a foot. What is this rule? you got to have a foot you gotta behind have, the ruck? No, you, you have to have both feet behind the ruck. You can't have one foot out in front of it. But it didn't – I mean, where did – so, as a defender, you're taught, you're coached to be behind the, the, the last, the last yes. man of, like, the man, not where the ball is at. It looked like his foot was behind the man, so I'm, like, confused on what constitutes a ruck now. I, I mean... I would feel very cheated if I was Austin. Yeah. Uh, they, Will McGee was setting up for the conversion, and he couldn't believe what was coming through the TMO because... It was a clean try, Tommy. It didn't matter whether his foot was one foot forward or one foot back. He picked it from the base and just went. 
Nobody touched him. So, yeah. but the Free Jacks hold strong down in Austin. I guess you could say that's a statement. One of the best teams beating the best team in the West. So, does the <laughs> league run through Quincy, Massachusetts? That's a good, too early to tell. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, the league could now be running through Los Angeles. No, get get with your table. They're three and three at best. I, you know, I. I don't care what the record is. They're going to be clicking the rest of the season uh, right. from, okay. from what I just saw. I mean, I, I think they'll be they'll make the playoffs, but I doubt they'll get a one seed in the West. We'll see. Yeah, but early days. They're dangerous, is what All I'm right. saying. All right, okay. I think the Free Jacks are dangerous as well. Uh, they go down and defeat Austin, twenty-five seventeen. Tommy, this brings us to our third and final game during our <clears throat> slate of four games. All right. Brian Ray, you can eat it because trust me, you know, I know you want these games spread out so you could do the blogs, maybe even pre-type a couple of them. We know, we know you, you get those drafts ready. Uh, we respect the coverage, but enjoy the triple screen. Enjoy the chaos, the madness. Tell me we're one or two scores <laughs> away from real magic there. Dallas yeah, had a late was, push. It was about to be nuts and then everybody and then held everybody off. Yeah, it was just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was tough. Uh, Dallas had a late push, but the final was Seattle 34-12 in what was a pretty boring game because I think Dallas got an early red. Seattle went up a couple scores, like 20-5 to for a while. Man, I just, I'm, I'm Jackal Gang out here. I, I love a lot of players on that team, but I would like to see them get a dub. Yeah, I mean, we saw our, our boy Soup out there. Uh Towards the end of the match. That's when they had momentum, too. They yeah. just couldn't get it across the line. Yeah. Yeah. Campbell Johnstone. But that, that will put Seattle with a bonus point win, if I'm just doing the table in my head, um, probably right up there. So even though they recently cooled down and had a couple losses, Seattle, 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 Tommy. Let's put respect on that name. You don't win championships in the regular season. The winningest. Peter team. Tiberio, greatest tweet in the history oh, yeah. of the MLR. You do not win championships in the regular season. So we'll yep. see who gets to that finish line, who makes the top three in each of the leagues. Right now, if we had to guess, we just we named our East, Atlanta, New York, Boston. <laughs> and in the West right now, the table would probably look something like, even though they lost Gil Groney's Seattle... And then L.A. probably right now because they just hopped San I'm thinking Diego. they just, they finally are clicking. And okay. I'm, that's just, I don't know. Tommy's team teeny. He's, <laughs> he's not buying the slow start. They got the, they got the talent. I think if they can click, they're going to click. Well, shout out to the Rugby Network for providing us with the three TVs we needed today. We appreciate <laughs> that. We pitched him with the idea, let us go triple screen to put it in Brian Ray's face to let him know to ease off the MLR production team. Brian, we know you're trying to keep the standard high, uh, but Tommy, basically every wrong graphic, every uh, team that doesn't get their 23 out in time, they're going to hear from Brian Ray. Better get ready. <laughs> you don't win Blogger of the Year, a Roby Pick'em Award for nothing. By lying idly by... <laughs> <laughs> Brian, take it easy on these front office staff, you know. The the marketing interns, they're trying. They're doing their best. Yeah. 
of course. And we're, <laughs> we're doing our best to, uh, Tommy, I think this, is a, this should be our new thing, is every time we see a window of games that go back-to-back, we just get the screens out. Yeah, that, I like that idea. Brought to you by the Rugby Network. Tommy, thanks for coming over. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Let's keep the Rugby Pick'em family happy. More to come this spring. Oh, yeah. The, I mean... It's the first weekend, the first full weekend after daylight savings time. The sun's out longer. We're happy. We're gonna do. We're gonna get on. We're gonna get back on the horse. There you go. You heard yeah. it right here. That's it, folks. Pick them. <laughs>